good luck with the world. Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. And let me just say real quick off the bat that our theme song is quite popular with a lot of other brands these days. Yes, we are theme song influencers. We really are. We were the like first Grubhub to pick it. has it. There's like a nutrition built bars use it. Lane Bryant used it for a while. There's a car commercial that There's has like it. There's like some exercise band, kind of like the... Uh, Crossover symmetries using oh, it. Yeah. A lot of people using it. So, in case you're wondering, yes, we know. We are aware it's not our song. <laughs> it's not it's something that song. we came up with. We bought the song. Yeah. So, they and just happen to have good taste. It's not like a band. We've talked about this before, but it's not like a band that you can get on iTunes. Get on iTunes, unfortunately. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we actually have talked about changing our theme song and which we're likely going to do in the next, like, I don't know, couple weeks, months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Get it in while you can, because it's going to be changing eventually. Right. You're going to have to go back to old episodes to listen to to the theme song. We just need to change it. We should just release it as an episode on its own. That's good. So that you can just download the song as a podcast episode. Is that? Oh, that's true. Because I'm like, is that that way? It's not. Then they're just downloading our episode and we bought the song. Yeah. Right. Sandy, tell us if that's that's okay. Welcome to this week. Welcome How to this week. It's Labor Day. It's the week of my birthday. Not that I have to say it a million times, but I do. Just, you know. uh, this year is a little bit different because I decided to take the week off for my birthday because Labor Day was late this year. Well, late. Yeah, actually, when you guys are listening to this, yeah. it will be Joy's birthday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's on a Thursday. Crazy. Happy Aww. birthday. What a, what a pleasure to have an episode drop on my birthday. I don't think that's ever happened. Probably not. So, so happy birthday, Joy. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, 43 feels good. This is the type of uh, birthday where you kind of forget how old you are. You're like, am I 42? 40? You know, like the middle ages, the like non-benchmark ages kind of just all blend together. But um, yeah. because of COVID and we're not traveling anywhere, I decided to just take the week off and just kind of chill out for a while because as I've said before, working too hard and kind of squirreling away my PTO doesn't do anything for my brain. So I'm like, well, this is a great week to just take off. So I'm just going to do a whole lot of nothing, which feels great. I, I just got back from my parents' house. I went to West Club this weekend and so took the Your dogs. The yeah, it was really fun. So starting off well. I was just thinking about like how it doesn't feel like that long ago that we kept joking about like the sleigh ride to 40 and now you're 43. Isn't that funny? Wow. Like, yeah. That was a good That was a good time in my life to just think about the sleigh ride to 40. <laughs> I mean, the longer we do this, pretty soon, Claire, it's going to be the sleigh ride to fifty. So I know, seriously, just we only keep have on like, going. I know, and it'll be, and I'll be in the sleigh ride to forty. You will. <laughs> I know. I think so. I'm exactly, almost exactly, ten years younger than Joy. I will turn thirty three in, in November. November. So we have that going for us, <laughs> which is great. So, what are you? I mean, I know that this year has been a little zany, <laughs> a little bit zany. But like, what's something? that you are going to remember about being 42? Getting cadet, probably? Getting cadet, for sure. Gosh, about being 42, that's a really... <laughs> I never really stop and think about like the birthday year. You A lot of times, I think right. we think in years of 19, you know 2019. I almost just said like 1999, which... Also... That was a really interesting year. You know, I think of the year 2019, I don't really think of like my year alive your age my age but I would say probably getting cadet and you know to be honest I feel like January February was kind of like the I I really do remember (laughs) our last trip to LA and I think that that was a big deal 
just because we didn't know. I know we talk about that a lot, but I cannot say it enough of how important that trip was because we had no idea what was coming and how important that memory was to hang on to because of all that's gone on this year and all the bad times that we've had, you know, just as a society to kind of look back and be like, wow, okay, that was when life last felt normal. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of like... For me, that's just been really grounding. I've needed that. I've, I'll send Claire pictures of the meal. I'll be like, remember like, when? A reminder. This we is had just this meal. yeah. And so that was really, I think, important. And so I kind of blanket the year forty-two of just getting by. As weird mm-hmm. as that sounds, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. But it's just like I was just getting by, and yeah. It, uh, and sadly, in a way. I was just waiting for the months to pass because I think also we just didn't know what was going to happen with the pandemic. So we were kind of waiting like, oh, we're just going to have to hunker down for a month or two and then we can go back to normal. And that's absolutely not the case, as we all know. But I think we were hopeful that that was going to happen. And so uh, sadly, I think there's a lot of my life this year. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It just is what it is of being like, oh, I'm just kind of waiting for the days to pass. And so I had to kind of get my mind right around that and not just wish the days away or be Mm -hmm. one of those people. And and I've said this before, I'm sure, of just not being like, oh, I just can't wait till 2020 is over. Because I'm like, we don't know what next year is going to bring. Right. We're not going to like wake up on January 1st and have like, like I remember, like I've been watching the movie Jumanji a lot. And, you know, like they get to the end of the game and everything like gets sucked back in the game. And I think that sometimes people have this sense that like that's what's going to happen at the end of 2020, that like all the bad stuff's going to get like sucked back into 2020. Like, nope, we're not going to wake up on January 1st, 2021 to like life as we knew it. Right. Jumanji is not going to like get sucked back into the game. Yeah. We're in Jumanji forever. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's one thing where I'm just working very hard, if anything, this year, especially at this age to just be super present. So mm-hmm. I will continue to do that. But you know, I, I think this birthday really is just kind of like an extension of the same. I'm not here to be like, I'm going to do all these grand things on my birthday. I think I have a tendency to put all these expectations on like things I'm going to accomplish this year. And I might write a few things down. I do think it's important to do things that are symbolic and special on your birthday. But um Sometimes I get a little overambitious, and I think this year is certainly not the time to do that. <laughs> I think we need to, if anything, we need to just calm down and scale back and just give ourselves permission to just do a lot less than we normally would. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I, and I know I say this every single time, but I am always trying to think about like the privilege of choosing our reactions right now and that, you know, we have the space and the ability to have a variety of options in terms of the way that we're reacting to things and that we're not in survival mode. Right. And if, but yeah, I think I I do also go back to like, if you're in that place, if you're in a place where you are able to choose what you're doing to some extent and you're not just in survival, then just lowering the expectations. Right, right, right. Yeah. I had, um, I was listening or not listening. I was on Instagram on Saturday. Brandon was on call and he got called in and the surgery that he got called in for, for if you guys don't know, Brandon is a nurse in the OR. He got called in for a surgery and it was like, seemed like it was going to be a super quick routine surgery. He's like, I'll be home in, you know, two hours. And it ended up being like a three and a half hour long surgery. Just like things were more complicated than they thought. So I ended up being home all morning with the kids. And that is hard for me mentally when I'm not expecting it, especially on the weekends, because those are, you know, that's my time, obviously, to try to like do things outside of my routine. I think something that's been really, really hard for me about the last six months is that I really need to get out of the house every day for 
as much as I can. That is something that I just mentally need, but it's not something that's really available or appropriate for me on most days, you know, at the most, maybe I can like take a walk to the park next to my house. And so on the weekends, it's really like, okay, this is my time to like go to the farmer's market, go into Boulder, go on a hike, like actually do something. And so when Brandon's on call, it's really hard for me because like he has to be within 30 minutes and not just in like 30 minutes driving time, like he has to be able to be ready for a surgery within 30 minutes of getting called in, in theory. So a lot of times we just don't even leave the house or the yard. So I was like, okay, I'm stuck with the kids. And I didn't leave. I was like, I, you know, I, I was thinking, I think something that made it harder was that I initially thought he was only going to be gone for like two hours. And so I didn't make plans to go do something else. And every time I heard from him, he was like, oh, it's going to be another hour. Oh, it's going to be another hour. Oh, it's going to be another hour. So I wasn't able to like, it felt like a totally wasted morning. I wasn't able to, right. you know, if I had known, oh, he's not going to be back till one in the afternoon, I would have scooped up the kids and gone and done something in the morning. The point of the story is that on Instagram, I was like, please ask me some questions so that I can feel like I'm talking to adults. And one question that I got was, what are some tips for working at home with two kids when your significant other works outside of the house? And my number, I had like four things and two of them were ask for help and lower your expectations of what's going to get done and like be okay with things going undone. Mm -hmm. And that I think applies to everyone all the time right now. It's like, mm -hmm. ask for help, find an appropriate way to get help, whether it's a house cleaner that you know is following COVID protocol, whether it's a tell, you know, a therapy app, whether it's FaceTime, regular FaceTime, date, like find help and not just self-care. I think that's the other thing. Like people are like, focus on self-care. <laughs> it's like self-care right now when people are like, take a shower. It's self-care. I'm like, showering is not self-care. Showering is the bare minimum of taking care of your physical body. That doesn't belong in the category of luxury things you get to do. It should not. And we have put it in that category of like, take a shower, self-care. And like, I'm not saying that like you I can't know. set an intention for a shower. Totally. But the fact totally. that like, that's what we have res resorted to is like my self-care is that I get to go to the store by myself. If that is the only alone time I get, no wonder I am struggling. Or like, yeah. you know, if seeing other people, if the only time I interact with other people is when I'm checking out at the grocery store, like no wonder I'm like starved for social interaction. Right, right. You know, and like I think that there's there is definitely a line, maybe not a line, but there's two sides of the coin. It's like, okay, yes, you got to take what you can get. You need to frame things the way they need to be framed. You need to set intentions. So, you know, if you, if all you get is a shower, make the most of that shower. Right. But you enjoy that shower. Then, you know, but like you bring a drink into that shower, you, you know, light a candle, <laughs> do what you got to do, but also recognize that like you should be getting more than a shower. Right. And if you can't get more than a shower, then it's okay to feel kind of crappy about that. Exactly. And yeah. I think you like, shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, okay, self care is a shower. I got a shower. I should feel amazing. <laughs> yeah. And like, again, we got to do it. Maybe gotta you do. do feel amazing. But what we're saying is it's okay if you don't feel amazing. It's okay if for you're meeting like, the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, you know what? The fact that I bathed today doesn't make me feel like Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. Right. Gwyneth. I wonder what Gwyneth's doing. I wonder what Gwyneth's doing. You know what I watch too a lot is I watch I watch Chrissy Teigen all the time on Insta oh gosh, stories and Instagram so because funny. she's so cute. And there's a part of me that's like, man, they they've got it. They've got it good. I feel like they've got their they've quarantine got situation good. real, really locked down. Like I thought really it was funny. In. 
last year on, I think it was Thanksgiving, she posted some post about like how grateful she was for all of like the people that worked in her house. And somebody commented and was like, easy to be grateful when you have a whole staff. And she was like, this is literally what this post is about. Correct. Like, I just like how she's very transparent. She has the about, best like, comebacks. Yeah. yeah. I have a nanny. I have multiple nannies. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't run my own errands. Yes. Like, I have a house cleaner who comes all day, every day. Like, I get it. This is not She gets life. how abnormal that is. Mm-hmm. And there was a time, I think, on Twitter when she said, all right, you guys, ask me anything. I will tell you anything about our life or being a celebrity Mm -hmm. or whatever. And somebody said something about flying and she's like, yeah, we can fly private, but we can also fly commercial. And what they do is they have a private entrance for celebrities and that you have like this private check-in, this private entrance that you get on the plane last. So nobody knows you're on the plane and then you get to get off first and then you get whisked away. Like, (laughs) so (laughs) she's like, and she, again, recognizing how abnormal that was. She's like, right. I know, it's ridiculous. Like, you're right. You're right. I know. I, she always like, I remember she posted something about the Grammys and she was like, I'm cringing at how unrelatable this is, but I'm so grateful that I don't have to go to the Grammys this year because it's so tiring. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's... But anyway. Yeah. You yeah. do you. You do you some do you. self-care if that you... you need you... to take a shower, yeah. just take a shower. But okay, so the other thing... I have been reading this book, and this is the author, somebody who we are hopefully going to have on the podcast soon. But this book is called The Power of Ritual. Have you have you looked at this book yet? I know that I, yes. we've been... Have you re- have you started it? No, I haven't yet. It's really good. I would really recommend it. And I don't recommend a lot of nonfiction can you, books. Can you say the author's name again? His name is Casper Turkile. Last name is two words, T-E-R-K-U-I-L-E. And yeah, we're going to hopefully talk to him on the podcast here in a short order. But... This, and he also just has, sounds like a lovely human. He really does sound like a lovely human. I'm very excited to like, it's just made his reading this book or listening to this book has made me think a lot about of being intentional in approaching day to day things. And also about the fact that like we as humans really need a lot of things that we have no way of getting right now. Mm-hmm. And that these are innate human needs and you can tell that they're innate human needs because throughout history, humans have always found one way or another to, you know, have rituals, to be in community, to mark the passing of things. You know, we were talking a couple weeks ago about like the end of summer into going into right the fall and like, you know, go crazy on the pumpkin decor because you may not have another way to mark that change, but right. having something to mark the change is important for us as humans. Or like so the I've just things been that we that did in the summer right? that we yeah. didn't get to do. Yeah. So yeah, I've just been thinking about that a lot and it's been interesting to have that lens. So I would recommend checking out that book. I will link to it in the, in the show notes and he reads it on Audible, which you guys know that I always love when the author reads their own books. We both love that. But it's just really made me think about like rituals in the time of COVID when very little of our normal resources, whether it be time, money, availability of other humans to be within proximity of us, mm-hmm. availability to travel, availability to cook, you know, it's just all very different. So, mm-hmm. okay. Moving on. Moving on. We last week asked you guys to let us know when was the last time that you tried something brand new and or what brand new thing have you 
always wanted to try but haven't gotten around to it. So we talked a little bit about, I think the last brand new thing that I tried was maybe sourdough baking or maybe ice climbing. And I talked about really wanting to get back into speaking Spanish, which I found out that somebody in our community has a, a po- like a nutrition podcast in oh, Spanish. Oh, yeah. And yeah, because I saw her message to you. Bite Size Nutrition. And she says it's called Radio Bite Size. Radio Bite Size. Radio Bite Size. Mm -hmm. And so if you are somebody who, like me, is maybe like an intermediate Spanish speaker or at least intermediate Spanish Spanish understander, (laughs) um, I think I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm very excited to listen to it because... I need more resources like this where I can like just familiarize my brain with Spanish again. So if you have a Spanish podcast that you listen to, that would be good for someone who's trying to learn Spanish or to get more comfortable with it and better at it, then please let me know. But the other thing I was thinking of about a new skill that I want to learn is, and this is going to sound so silly because like if, if anyone out there is not a runner, I think it will seem silly to you how difficult running feels for me to approach. I don't think that sounds weird at all. I think that like, I don't know. Sometimes I tell people like, yeah, I'm so bad at running. They're like, how are you bad at running? Like, it's just like a physical thing that you do. And I also am just very self-conscious about it because I, again, feel like this is something that I've been like sort of dipping my toe in now for my whole adult life since I was in college, like Mm -hmm. trying to run. And I've just never been able to get over the hump of, let alone enjoying it, just being remotely able to do it for more than 10 or 15 minutes at a time. And so, but I really, really, really want to get into trail running. Ooh, yeah. And it just seems for me, there's something about that that just feels so daunting that like I have to like put my flag in the sand and be like, I'm going to be a trail runner. And I'm I it, like the story to use to borrow Bernayism. The story I tell myself is that people are going to look at me and be like, you can't be a trail runner. You can barely even run like a 400 meter in the warm up. And I'm like, but I want to be a trail runner. Yeah. And but I'm like, trail running is actually a lot of stopping and yeah, starting. And, like, and it's right, not like, and like a, cr- mountain a constant. Goating. Yeah. Mountain going. <laughs> yeah. It just seems a lot more fun. And it's like a different skill than just there's technique to it. Yeah. It's a, it's different than hiking, which you're, it's different which you're than good hiking, at. Which I it's, love. Yeah. It's different than and, running. You know, it's funny. The other day when you and I were doing that, not the other day, like a month and a half ago, <laughs> when you and I were doing that video shoot. And first of all, guys, I need to out Joy on something, which is that we went on a hike and Joy wore brand new, completely spotlessly clean, like light baby mint they weren't brand new and I knew they were gonna get dirty and I didn't care yeah but I was just laughing because I was like I would you know like I I showed up in my like grungy old sneakers because I was like we're on a hike and there was like water revealets like running through and we were like kind of having to hop over them but I was just laughing because I was like this is but it um when we were on that hike it was I don't I'm trying to say this in a way that's not gonna like make you feel like you don't know how to hike but like I I don't I typically only go hiking with people who hike more than me. Yeah. So it did kind of make me think like, okay, I'm with people who don't spend a lot of time moving in nature like this. Mm-hmm. And it is a skill set. And I don't mean to say that like, I was like, oh, wow, Joy can't hike. But it was more just like, it made me appreciate that like, there's, if you don't do that very often, you don't necessarily like know where to put your feet. So that's my new thing that I really want to try is trail running. It's trail running. Yeah. I think that's a good one because you already, you're really good at hiking. You know, I mean, half of trail running is like knowing right. where Route to put your finding. feet and not like, it makes me think when I'd like run up and down Camelback and I'm like, yeah, if you aren't aware of your surroundings, you're going to fall flat I mean, your you face. could break your ankle in a second. Yeah. 
Did you think of anything new? Yeah, I remember um, I got a road bike last year. <laughs> yeah, I remember And I was that. like, hmm, yeah, well, I've, I've been riding here and there this summer, and I really, really enjoy it. I still am new at it, but I... I mean, I'm getting better. I think it's just a matter of like confident on the bike. But the reason that I was really scared, and I probably said this last year, was just, it's just not a comfortable thing for me to be on a fast moving (laughs) piece of equipment where Mm. there's cars by you. And, you know, I just didn't feel comfortable like being on the streets when, you know, sure, there's trails that you can go to where you're not anywhere near traffic, but that's just like my biggest fear is just being on a bike where cars are rushing by you. So I've found a trail. It's right by our house that it's easy to get to and you hop on that trail and you can just ride and it's a bike path. So you're not near cars for that long, but that was something that I was really proud of myself for. And, um, I really, really enjoy it. There's like nothing like getting on a bike and just kind of going for a couple hours. And, you know, I usually do this path where I just ride out to golden and I sit there for a little bit and I come back and it's great. So, but we got, some voice memos telling us all the amazing things that you guys have been doing and trying for the first time. This first one is from Jody. Hi, Joanne Claire. Something that I recently learned how to do is surfing. I went on a yoga and surfing retreat in Bali just last year, so quite recent with a girlfriend. And yeah, we got up on the board six days. Yeah, for six days while we were there. It was amazing. Uh, haven't had a chance to translate it into real life back here, but, you know, one day, that's the goal. What I'm wanting to learn next is the ukulele. I work in a school and I um, borrowed a ukulele from our music department earlier this year and I line manage year three and year four at my school. And so I actually want to film and record myself learning how to play a song on the ukulele and then showing it to them because I talk to the kids a lot about perseverance and the growth mindset and doing hard things and so I want to show them that you know like it's hard to do things to start things and it's their teacher's job to give them hard things and that's how we learn and we stretch and we progress and so I want to actually show them that I think that'll be quite powerful for them to see it because I do bang on about it a fair bit with them. I um, just want to say I love what you're doing. In, I'm in Australia, so in January, I went right through your back catalogue. I'm actually a long-time listener from episode, like, number seven or something of GGW, and it was really amazing. Like, what you ladies have created is incredible, like, um, this story of your life through CrossFit and through your different health journeys and Claire becoming a mama and Joy with job changes and JT and then now cadet um it's really special that you've got that record of your history I I always wanted to journal and have something a record and um about 60 years ago I started to just do a photo a day on Instagram and now I can look back and reflect on the big things and the small things and the ordinary things of life and how you know I've evolved and you've got that record as well and it's, it's quite special so thank you for all that you do keep evolving because that is life um, love, love, love your work. You're my favorite podcast. Have a beautiful day, ladies. Bye. Evolving. That is life. I love her so much. And she is one of our Instagram followers that I often see on Instagram. So I'm like, and oh, I remember her. I also would like to say that my number one dream skill is surfing. I know. I know. I feel like I missed my calling as a surfer by not living anywhere near an ocean. Well, let me tell you, Amy has something to tell you. Hi, ladies. My name is Amy. I'm from coastal Oregon. The last time I learned something new was about five years ago, and that something new was surfing. 
At the time, I had been studying marine biology and was around the ocean a lot and had always wanted to try surfing. It wasn't until I met and started dating a surfer that I was able to hop on a board, and I fell in love. Surfing came into my life when I decided to quit my PhD, which I had been working on for four years. Side note, can we normalize quitting things for the sake of mental health and be okay with talking about it? Yes. Anyway, surfing saved me from a lot of guilt for quitting a lifelong goal that I had had. Fast forward five years, I surf four to seven times a week, live by the tides instead of a nine to five, and wouldn't have it any other way. Claire, if you ever want to live out your high school dream of surfing and you're in Oregon, let me know. Thanks for the awesome podcast, ladies. I look forward to the laughs every week. So, Amy is your girl. Hold on. Both Amy and Jody it sounded like they had birds in the background, so way to go listening in nature. But uh, that's it might have been amazing. my house, actually. <laughs> All right. Do you have birds, Dan? We've got some birds going on over here. Fair enough. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, Oregon, Australia. Maybe the common denominator here is Joy's backyard. <laughs> but. Uh, I do. I just, I want to learn how to surf so bad. I want, yeah. not just learn. I want to like, I want it to be like a thing in my life. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I know. Well, you got some people that are, Seriously. it sounds like they are here for you. Okay. This one is from Emily. Hi, Joy and Claire. My name is Emily and I'm from the Madison, Wisconsin area. Um, I just wanted to respond to your question about the last thing that we did that was something brand new. So, I have never gone hunting before, but my husband is a really avid hunter. It's like one of his favorite things to do. So I thought I could be a good wife and try hunting for the first time. So last winter, I went with him deer hunting and note, I am an extremely competitive person. So I used this opportunity to decide now is when I become the best hunter in the world. And it became a ridiculous, like, I don't know, where's Waldo, where I just couldn't stop just staring out into the woods, trying to find the deer before he did. And I ended up giving myself a migraine because I was staring out in the woods so hard to try to find this stupid deer before he did. And he ended up finding it before me anyway. Overall, it was fun to try something new. I don't think I will try it again because I just got really cold and got a headache. But I see why people like hunting. I mean, it was nice and relaxing to be out in the woods and quiet and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that was the last time I tried something brand new. Love you guys. Thanks. That is hysterical. I have oh. also, I feel like, man, all these people, like I just need to hang out with all of you guys because I've also thought a lot about learning to hunt more so as like a con- contribution to the fact that I eat a lot of meat. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is like the, by far the most sustainable way to source your meat. Yep. Ashley from Wisconsin wrote in or she left a voice memo and she said that uh, she learned how to drive a tractor and that would be really wow. cool. Like, okay, that's huge. That's a huge piece of equipment. That would be pretty scary. Let's listen to one more, and this is from Amanda. Hi, Joy and Claire. This is Amanda, and I'm from Brownsburg, Indiana, replying to your question this week. And I have to tell you, a few years ago, I realized I was in a rut. My introverted, routine-driven nature was making one day look the same as the next. I'd get up, go to the gym, work, walk my dog, make dinner, get cozy on the couch with my dog and a book, go to bed and repeat. Of 
course, I still love those things, but I realized I was unhappy and I was frustrated. With a lot of thought, I decided to make a big change. For one year, I would do one new thing every week and write about it. It didn't have to be a big new thing, but it did have to be out of that routine. I started with some easy stuff, like I got a subscription to the Sunday New York Times, meditated daily for a week, took my dog to a park we hadn't walked in, stuff like that. Easy stuff, but out of routine. A couple months in, a friend unintentionally tested me. She invited me to visit her in Nicaragua to see the work her nonprofit was doing firsthand. I had turned her down before, saying I'd keep supporting her stateside with regular donations. The truth was it was so outside of my comfort zone. I am not generally a traveler who who goes in uh, potentially uncomfortable situations. I like good air conditioning and a comfy bed at night to get a good night's sleep. But this time, I realized at this time, I needed to be intrepid and quit being a chicken about it. So I went and it quite honestly changed my life. It also opened me up to doing more new and bigger things. So throughout that year of intrepid introverting, I did more and more intrepid new things. I tried downhill mountain biking. I did acro yoga. I took a dance class. I sat down at a pottery wheel and tried a class I'd been putting off taking for years. And I accepted another international invitation, this time to join some friends of mine in New Zealand for two weeks. And that was a trip I thought I would never get around to actually doing. So my year of being an intrepid introvert completely changed my life. It showed me the boundaries of my comfort zone aren't as solid as I thought. It reminds me now to choose the courageous route and be flexible because that's often where the best things happen. And even during a bizarre year where the usual options aren't available, it's reminded me to be creative and find ways to add variety to my life in small ways. And every time I do, I feel better, less anxious, and more loving toward myself. It's not easy to do new things, but it's entirely worth it to try. Thank you both for being such a bright spot in every week. I can so relate to that. And I wanted to play that because I'm like, yes, this is so... I feel like we could go into every single voice memo in so much detail because I really want to get back to the one that quit her PhD. And she's like, can we normalize quitting things too? I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, because if you're not happy, please change. But in terms of just doing scary things... I love how she just started really small because mm-hmm. we can do, we, you know, like those lists and they're like, you know, 30 things I'm going to do before 30 and or whatever it may be. And they're like pretty big things where even just something as small as changing the route you walk your dogs or the restaurants you go to or the coffee shops you, you frequent, those small changes can build upon one another. And I just, I think that's so cool. I mean, I think about all the instances in my life where I'm like, oh, that was really scary for me to try. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty nervous traveler to begin with. So like even all the trips that we've done, I've always been nervous to go because I'm just like, oh, it's a really long way away. And I'm just like, you know, whatever. But they end up being the best things, like the best experiences of your life. So thank you for sharing with that. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, I do want to read one last email before we move on to some Q&A that we got. But before we do that, let's take a quick break and talk about this week's sponsor, Blue Blocks. You know and love them, Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. The discount code is JOY, and you can support the podcast. You can support Joy and Claire. 
by going to bluebox.com and getting yourself a pair of amazing blue light blocking glasses. They have awesome frames to choose from. You can send in your glasses to have them converted into blue light blocking glasses. And they have great frames for kids as well. This is a time in our lives when we are staring at screens nonstop and it can cause a lot of sleeping problems, anxiety, and overall stress. And I think we're just trying to do anything we can to really kind of take care of ourselves on those smaller levels that make a big impact. So I highly recommend blue light blocking glasses. Claire, you love yours. I love mine. I wear them at night all the time. Yep. And I wanted to say too, so recently I have been wearing my prescription glasses, which are not from blue blocks, but they do have blue light blocking lenses that I just got like from my optometrist. And I recently started wearing my contacts again for the first time since like May. And I put my contacts in. I wore them. I was wearing them for about a week. And within the first two days, I got a migraine. And then the next day, I started feeling like I was going to get a migraine again. And then the next day, and I was taking all of my like migraine medication every single day for almost an entire week. And I was like, "What? What's the deal? Like this is super not normal for me." And then I wore my blue bi- my blue blocks glasses the like fifth day, and I didn't. And I was like oh, this was the problem. So I was really surprised by that because I feel like a lot of times people are like, does this really make a difference? And for me, I can definitely tell you that it 100% makes a difference. So check them out, blueblocks.com. Discount code is joy. Thank you for supporting the sponsors that support our podcast. And thank you guys for sending in all of your voice memos. We got so many. And if we did not get to yours on the show, just know that we listen to every single one and read all of your emails. And I want to share this from a listener who we know personally, and it says, I figured I'd chime in for your question this week. By no means do you need to share this on the pod. I just figured I would put this out there for my own accountability, and I feel you two are a safe space to share. You're welcome to share it if this doesn't harsh or mellow for your episode next week. The new thing I have been thinking about trying is sobriety. Not sure what that looks like yet, whether it is just for a few months to feel it out or going full hog and checking out some AA meetings, although who knows how that works in the COVID world. But for too long, I have used alcohol as a coping mechanism. Recently with the pandemic, the depressing state of the world, and just some truly hard personal things I've had going on, this coping mechanism has gotten out of my control. I am not okay. And it's okay that I'm not okay, but I'm starting to feel very overwhelmed and full of shame for my use of alcohol as a crutch. I feel stuck and sad and tired. I've always believed and used talk therapy, but these days I feel like I just need something more to kick my habit and start helping me cope in healthier ways. So that's my something new, hoping that putting this in the universe will help hold myself accountable and might also help someone who is struggling too. Love you both. Thank you. Thank you, listener. We love you too. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes as well for um, not only alcohol addiction, but any type of drug addiction or um, eating addictions, um, addictions in general. I will put some links in the show notes for some support groups. I know that there's a lot of resources online for virtual support groups. I know that does not replace in-person support groups, but it's something. And always recommend talk therapy, of course, but I truly believe in the addiction world. There's nothing that replaces peer-to-peer support, as well as if you do need to do some type of inpatient treatment or kind of actually go to a program, um, like a partial hospitalization or intensive outpatient program that might be available. I'm happy to help with any resources. So you can always email us. This is joyandclare at gmail.com. And I'm happy to point you towards how to get resources. And then on that same note, we do have a shortcut. What's it called? 
Claire, on our Instagram stories or on our Instagram page. A highlight. Thank you. It's on our highlights. Oh, hi- highlight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a highlight link on our Instagram page where I write down, and I probably need to refresh it just a little bit. I did it last year, but it's still pretty relevant um, of how to access resources if you are looking for a therapist. But if you are looking for something a little more specific or a little more intensive, I'm happy to help point you in the right direction of how to get those services. So thank you, listener, for sharing that because that's something new and very, very difficult that is ultimately a really tough thing to face. So thank you for being being vulnerable and sharing that with everybody. All right, moving on to some Q&A that you got to answer on Instagram stories not too long ago. Yeah. So like I was saying on Saturday of last week, I asked you guys to just ask me some questions that I was going to answer in real time on Instagram. And some of the questions I thought were really cute. And so I wanted to repeat them on the podcast in case, well, first of all, because Joy didn't get a chance to do it. And in case you guys didn't see the Instagram stories, there were just some good ones. So the first one I wanted to start out with, and I'm sorry, Joy, this does not apply to you, but was like, must-haves for new moms who don't want a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to bring this up because a lot of babies are born in the fall because this is about, you know, nine to 10 months after the start of the year. And so a lot of people are like, all right, you know, it's the new year. We're going to start trying. So that's why I think September and October are the two most popular months for birthdays. So if you are expecting this month or next month and you're like, what the heck do I need? Here's how I'm going to break it down. You need something for the baby to wear. You need a way for them to eat. You need a place for them to sleep. And that's, and you need somewhere to put them when you need to use your hands. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. They don't need a lot to wear. You don't need like a thousand outfits. Just like get some of the long sleeve onesies from Gerber. You'll be good to go. I also love the Solly baby like layettes, which are so stupidly expensive. So I got a buddy to buy you those. Ask your mother-in-law. Something for them to eat. So a pump, if you're going to pump a boob, if you're going to breastfeed some bottles, if you're going to pump and or do formula and maybe a couple different types of formula to try out. Don't overthink this. You don't need the like formula Keurig. You just don't. I would say you don't even need a bottle warmer. Some people think it it makes life a lot easier. I think you should just use the microwave or a bottle of, you know, a hot pot of water on the stove. Somewhere for them to sleep. That could be your bed. If you're going to co-sleep, do a little bit of research. That could be a bassinet. You could, a pack and play is perfect, costs like under $100 and or a crib. Done. Uh, you're probably going to want some swaddles. That's it. And then something, a place to put them when you're not using them. <laughs> so like a lot of people, a lot of babies love swings. My babies did not love swings. My babies love the Solly Wrap. Uh, ring Sling is another popular one. Um, if you aren't like into the idea of spending $100 or more on or, you know, 50 to $150 on a carrier without knowing what type your baby's going to like, reach out to like a lactation group in your area or a midwife group or something. A lot, a lot, a lot of groups will have different baby carriers that you can rent and try. So you know if they're, if your baby so, likes it or not. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, what, like what's going to work for you? Like some yep. people love the, my kids didn't mind the ring sling, but I personally didn't find it as comfortable. Sure. So you're going to, you know, need like a car seat, you know, just don't worry about having a thousand things. Yeah. I'm laughing because did you see that video I posted on stories this weekend of um, old home videos? And I yes. was just like laughing because I'm like, oh my God, mom, how times have changed. Like they brought us home in a van. Their car seats didn't exist. They were just like laying us down on the floor of a van, of an old van. And the walker that we were in, I was like, for sure those wheels got caught and we flipped over all the time. Oh like, yeah. It that was, thing looked it was a death trap. Very, very rickety. <laughs> 
I know. So I think so you're going to be biggest, just fine. <laughs> I know. My biggest advice is just that like, don't freak out. You barely need anything in the first couple of weeks and just buy stuff as you go. Um, okay. So some fun questions for both of us. What is your favorite part of your house? I love our great room because it's the kitchen, dining room, living room all at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I love to kind of be doing stuff in the kitchen or in the li- or in the, uh, the kitchen table. I'm always in that room. And it also has a really nice view because we have like these big A-frame windows and I can look out and we have like a little pond. And when I say pond, it's not like a huge pond. It's like a little man-made pond that the guy who we bought the house from like built. So when you're looking out the window, you see a little pond and it's just really nice. I really like that room. Yeah. I mean, like you're just basically talking about your whole house. It's, I like it too. I like our kitchen. I think that's a common answer for everybody. Our house is pretty small. And so like you kind of have to be in the kitchen, which I like. Yeah. I wish we had a dining room, but I kind of like that everyone has to be in the kitchen all the time. Yeah. Um, if you could only eat one food forever, what would it be? You know, pancakes is kind of the obvious, but I really love uh, the other thing I was thinking of, like if, if you had to like bring something to pack with you, if you were uh-huh. like... It would be perfect bars. I'm on such a perfect bar kick again. It's just like, it's just like, and don't they have, did, weren't you on a call or you got an email that they were like, oh, the pumpkin ones are out. And I was like, what? Yeah. Did perfect I bar email. like email you? Yes. I'm on their mailing list. For work. Not just, they no, just personally. No, uh-uh, it's my personal email. Oh, it was? This is not work related. <laughs> I thought it was work related. No, it was just like a marketing email. I was like, pumpkin spices here. I, know, I thought it was work related. No, because I work in the natural foods industry. Sometimes I do have like the, the secret in on snacks things like for example this is not endorsed or sponsored at all but if you guys haven't tried pip corn it's adult cheetos and i would highly recommend it and that was something that i got to try as like a sample uh from work but and you can buy them at the store but i probably wouldn't have tried it if i hadn't gotten it as a sample and now i'm going to be like an evangelist for pip corn because it's so good but <laughs> pip no, corn just, just like, like pip corn pip corn yeah okay um, it's adult Cheetos, but no, this is just a normal marketing email that I got that yes, pumpkin pie, perfect bars are here. Oh, it's so good. I think mine would be tacos. I mean, I think if I had to pick one taco, I would pick carnitas tacos with mm-hmm. pickled red onions. I love pickled red onions. I love, I love cereal too. Cereal is <laughs> I like good. crunchy things too. There's something okay. about just like crunchy things. I love this is not what I would pick forever, but you know what I've recently rediscovered that I love what saltine crackers. Mm, the solo or do just, you put stuff on them? I mean, Either or. Okay. Like it had probably been years since I had just bought a box of saltine crackers and our au pair eats them. I also have bought them for a recipe for something. And then we just, I was like, now they're just a staple. They're so good. Yeah. I don't it always reminds I me of sex in the city when Carrie is like, they're, they're talking about their secret single behaviors. They call them their SSBs. And they're like, what's your secret single behavior? And she's like, I take saltine crackers. I put grape jelly on them and I eat them standing up. Nobody, I don't want anybody to see me doing that. And so whenever I think of saltine crackers, I think of Carrie Bradshaw eating crackers, standing in her kitchen, which is like the the best. And I used to do that all the time too. (laughs) So good. Saltine crackers with grape jelly is delicious. I know. I just didn't even. All right. Saltines. Saltines. What chore do you dread the most? Cleaning the bathrooms. I hate cleaning bathrooms. Oh, really? Oh, I hate cleaning bathrooms. I'll put it off so long. I mean, not to where it gets gross, but it's like the last thing I want to do. Maybe it's because I literally clean the bathroom in some way, shape or form every day, if not multiple times per day, because I currently have a four-year-old boy who lives in my house Mm -hmm. and there's just pee everywhere Everywhere. all the time. (laughs) There's pee everywhere. In case you didn't, in case you weren't reading between the lines on that one, let me just spell it out for you. There's (laughs) pee everywhere. It doesn't really bother me, but I hate folding laundry. It's just so much laundry. Yeah. Like constant, 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 
It yeah. never ends. I feel like with just two people in the house, I feel like I'm always doing laundry. I can't imagine like doubling that. Yeah. And especially with kids who change all the time. All the time. <laughs> so many outfit changes all the time. All day long. I posted something on Facebook recently looking for a recommendation for like a deep cleaner in Longmont. So if you know of somebody in like the Longmont Boulder area who does really good deep cleans and will come, like, here's what I want. I want to just be able to have my house as is with like breakfast dishes on the counter, laundry half folded in the laundry room and just leave it as is. I don't want to have to pre-clean for the cleaning people. And then I just want to come back and have like everything done and like not just cleaned, but like put away and organized. Okay. Okay. And like I'm a willing cleaner to, organizer, like a sounds... cleaner or and like I'm not asking for you to clean out my closet, but I am asking for you to maybe like refold the towels that are in the linen closet. Okay. <laughs> and you know, you don't have to like when I was a kid, this is gonna sound so snooty. When I was a kid, we had house cleaners who came once a week and I would get so annoyed because we had to like clean to get ready for the house cleaners. Like oh. they basically were just there to vacuum and like remake the beds. Okay. And so I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to pre-clean for the house cleaner. And I understand that I'm asking for something that is not like a standard service here. So if okay. you know of someone in the Boulder along my area who I can trust to not hate me if I just am like, here are my kids half-eaten breakfast left on the table. Please just, can I come home and have this taken care of by someone Got that's it. not me? <laughs> I see. I see. But I was lamenting in that Facebook post about like my kids who just eat 700 meals and change their clothes 100 times a day. All the time. Yeah. So you're just okay. constantly cycling through dishes and clothes. Okay. I run the dishwasher like one to two times a day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Let's ask, let's do a couple more. And this okay. is just, you know, these are just kind of silly questions. Yeah. I have one from um, the podcast reply all that people were like, it surprised me. Do you wash your legs in the shower? Okay. This was like a, a question. This question had a moment like a year ago. I remember Ellen asking Taylor Swift this. Oh, that's funny. It's it's in an old reply all episode. So I wonder if, because they literally were just like talking about it on their show and I can't remember how it came up, but everyone said, a lot of people said yes. There was a very the small percentage there was a small percentage of no. And I am definitely one of those people that I wash my legs. Like I have a loofah. I scrub everything. Yeah, I everything. have like a little... I got one of those um, silicone like body exfoliators okay. that you see Instagram ads for. Oh, are and you it, doing Instagram it. ads? Like you got your smock on Instagram ad? I know. You so got Instagram your, ads are back. You, back on I mean, Instagram that's ads. kind of like throwing it back to when you got the toothpaste tablets. Yeah, which I still use, by the way. So... <laughs> Just saying, they should not sponsor us, Instagram man. Ads is bad. You know, that's a good point because I want to know what else people have bought on Instagram ads because they're, they're, you know, what I'm super into right now is the Instagram ads for that one designer that does like matching masks and headbands. I am totally. so for that. And I'm like, oh, it's just a matter of time before I buy that. And I'm walking down the street with a matching headband and a mask, yep. like Busy Phillips. I'm just, I really just kind of want to end up being Busy Phillips at the end of the day. I feel like that's. She has pink hair. She does the L.E.K. fit with the bouncy trampoline and she has beautiful masks and she dances on her balcony and she wears like gypsy clothes. Ah, Yeah, I just want to be her. (laughs) And she paints her nails really cool. (laughs) Okay, here's a fun fact. Okay. Gypsy is actually a an ethnic group calling things gypsy when what you mean is like boho boho can be seen as appropriative and or inappropriate because it refers to a marginalized ethnic group absolutely okay great that's a good thank you that's a good educational moment we had a real life moment of correcting someone to say in the moment this is probably a better better way to say this this. better way to say this boho 
Great. And that's kind of say you boho. Need. Yeah. And for the record, I do wash my legs, but I don't always shave my legs. And a lot of times if I am shaving my legs, I will shave one and then get distracted and <laughs> get out of the shower. <laughs> I'm not great at shaving my legs because I have like this weird, not weird, actually, everyone, all my girlfriends growing up hated me for it because I don't have the hair on my legs that's that's like thick. So mm-hmm. when you touch my legs, it doesn't feel like the hair's grown out. It's like baby hairs. Yeah, it's from my grandma's side because my mom and my grandma both had the same thing, that's and great. So they're you like just baby hairs. Like hair. Yeah. So you don't feel it when you rub up against me. It's yeah, just like that's you, how my arms are. Yeah, like my girlfriends in high school would always be like, "I can't believe you don't." I'm like, "Well, you can still see it. It's just you can't feel it." So, so I get oh well. I get away with not sharing, shaving my legs often, but whatever. Which I think we all should get away with not shaving our legs because yeah. it's very silly that we are supposed to have hairless lower bodies. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. All right. So to wrap this episode up, here is our question for you next week. And I thought of this question because our good friend, Megan, (laughs) who listens to this podcast. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. She was texting me the other day to ask about our um, kitchen cabinets. It was unrelated. But it made me remember that Megan is terrified of birds. And Megan and um, her wife, Joelle, were on our podcast earlier this year when we had that one episode with where we had some listeners on. Yeah, the Zoom so episode. Go, and she also came to Iceland with us and they came to Camp Time Out and they're just fantastic. Oh, and best. I love them so much. Megan's terrified of birds. Like yep. all birds, she just hates them. And it got me thinking, what is something that you are very afraid of that other people find ridiculous. So for example, I have a maybe unfounded fear of a moth flying into my ear and laying eggs. Yeah. That's like, if a moth is around me, I am like hypervigilant. This moth is is, like going to come to my ear canal and lay its eggs. And remember at camp timeout, that actually almost happened. Yeah. And a a, like moth came up and flew into my head right as we were recording and I like lost it. (laughs) I totally remember that. Yeah. That was was so funny because I was like, oh my gosh, it's your greatest fear coming to life. So what is something that you are afraid of that is, you know, either kind of silly or not so silly, but that other people kind of find ridiculous? Yeah. I love that question. And if you have like a silly story around it, we'd love to hear it. Love that. Like, Megan, what's going on? Like, Megan, were you attacked by a bird as a child? Mm-hmm. I'm calling you out. I want to know Calling you out. We need to hear the story. So remember, you can email your answer to thisisjoyandclare at gmail.com. Keep it about a minute if you can, just because we have a lot of voice memos to go through. And you can also call us at the contact number. If you go to our Instagram profile page, just hit contact, and that will just dial the number that goes straight to a voicemail. You can leave your message there, or you can email us. As always, you can just write us. This is Claire at gmail.com. So yeah, email us your voice memo or email us just write it out. Either of those is great. And yeah, the uh, pro tip is that if you, we tend to record on Sundays. So if you really want to hear yourself on the podcast, your best chance is to mail it in before yep. Sunday. Get it in. Get it in. Get it Get done right done. now. Hang Get up this podcast. Leave us your voice memo. What thing are you afraid of that other people think is very silly? We would love to know. Love to know. Happy birthday, Joy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to support blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. Discount code is JOY. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.